Real Sports Talk for Real Sports Fans. 1700, the champ. Good afternoon. Welcome in once again. The Drive is on the air with you. Trent Condon, Wolfgang with you on a Monday afternoon. It is a uh, busy program lined up today. A lot of college sports talk in our number one. We have Adam Kramer stopping by here at about 420. Kegs and eggs. He's uh, a guy, much like myself, that enjoys going inside the numbers, too. We'll take an early look at the lines in a great college football slate coming up this week. And, of course, a look back at what we saw over college football. College basketball is right around the corner. Matt Norlander for CBS. He was in Manhattan for the FBI trial. We'll get some thoughts on that and then start to dive into basketball with Norlander here at about 4.40 and then the 5 o'clock hour. Steve Batterson will be here at about 5.20. We will talk Hawkeyes with him as he was in State College for the Iowa loss 30-24 to the Penn State Nittany Lions. Wolfgang Iowa with a disappointing loss. Iowa State with a great victory against Texas Tech. Where would you like to start things today? That's a great question. That's a difficult question, and I could take the rest of the hour trying to decide where I want to start with. (laughs) It's one of those things. um, Let's start with some negativity. Okay, you you're you're ready to go. I'm negative. not normally that guy, but I'm feeling it right now. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Is that bad? I I'm not normally this guy, but I'm gonna let myself go the first couple days of the week. And I'm normally a guy that likes to try to find everything positive. And good golly, gosh star, look at us, Trent. We got a shot. No, the first couple days, I just wanna I just wanna vent a little bit. Well, this is the opportunity for you to do that. And if uh, any other Hawkeye fans want to vent, you can join us five one five. 264-1700, the phone number. All right, Wolfgang, I will leave it to you. The floor is yours. When I saw the game, um, and it's fun, and I'm trying to figure out what to do or how I like to best watch a game. I think I like going out with friends and family and kids and strangers. A nice little mix. It, because I think it makes me, I like to hear everybody's opinion on stuff. And I, I told you last week, and I hope you remember this, Trent, and I'm not making this up. When I was actually at Kinnick in the stands watching the game with the crazy win that we talked about before mm-hmm. anybody else, I heard everybody moaning and groaning about Stanley. Do you remember me saying that? Yeah, absolutely. And I stuck up for him. I went, what do you expect the dude to do? Seriously, at what point? I mean, folks, do you see what's going on down on the with the ref's pants, with the flag on the top of the goalpost at one end, the, the goalpost at the other end? Do you remember me losing a bag of Cheeto Puffs? Were you out there? Did you did you feel your car shaking back and forth? At some <laughs> point, people realize what's going on. So I'm sticking up for them a little bit. And then I talk to other people, and they're the snobs, Trent Connor. Mm. And I'm talking Oklahoma people. No, oh, those people. Yeah. They're the worst, aren't they? They kind of like Iowa. They pretend like Iowa. They don't really like Iowa. They don't get. It'll be interesting. Actually, I'd like your opinion on this. They think we're too soft. And I want to talk to John Miller or Steve Batterson or or Rob Howe, who we always bring on, or whoever. Steve, I think Steve Dace would also be a fun guy to bring on as a Michigan fan. And uh, we'll get him maybe this coming weekend, or this coming week, I hope. Um, what your guys' opinion are on the snob fans, expectations versus reality. Right. Um, the Oklahoma fans that I'm talking to, and these are people that are good people. You've met a couple of them, yeah, and, yeah. and you'll meet 10 more down the line. They don't get us. They think we're too soft. They think mm-hmm. we're too, 
you know, Dason Miller used to talk about the jihadic wing and we're crazy and we're cuckoo. Well, every every fashion has. You're sitting here telling me Penn State fans are good fans. Yes. And I'm online going, no, they're not. <laughs> so, I mean, you're the one that's been there. How can I tell you you're wrong? So it's it, it's an interesting thing. So it's basically the Oklahoma people I'm saying, Trent Conan, Wolfgang, you Hawkeye fans out there, you're soft. You you expect nothing. You expect very little. Um, what do you think of that? Did I phrase that right? Not that you expect nothing. No, Trent does. Trent does not expect nothing. No, not that. at all. I, I expect, maybe as a fan base as a whole. Can you? I, I expected Iowa this year to beat Wisconsin. I expected them Saturday to beat beat Penn State, and they fell short both those games. And they were incredibly frustrating games. The Wisconsin game still bothers me more. And this is something I'll, I'll lay out to you. This is fun. Yeah. What what game is more frustrating to me? It's still the Wisconsin game because. You play that game in Kinnick Stadium on a Saturday night in the end of September 10 times, I think I will win seven or eight of them. You play the Penn State game like we saw on Saturday, Iowa maybe wins four, five. Now that game was there for the taking, and that makes a frustrating component. But then you couple of it with Wisconsin, the domination that they've had in the Big Ten West since it's formed. That's the team you're trying to overcome. Yes, a win against Penn State nationally maybe is more relevant, even a down Penn State team as opposed to an up Wisconsin team. That's a different conversation. But for what Wisconsin is and what you're trying to become in the Big Ten West, that's the one that still stings. And it stings more to me because Iowa's better than Wisconsin. Iowa is a better team than the Badgers. This year, for 2018, they're a better football team, even though the final score didn't say that on that Saturday night. Here, I can't make the argument that Penn State, that Iowa's better than Penn State. Penn State dominated that football game for more than two quarters. Iowa did absolutely nothing from the middle of the second quarter on until 10 minutes left in the fourth when Geno Stone finally made a play. The offense had one good drive during that time. Penn State dominated that football game for a majority of the football game. You can lament the missed opportunities early. Guess what a majority of the first, what that gets you versus Wisconsin? Nothing. It doesn't matter. Now, you're using the term dominated. Now, you understand this, I've had a guy that just listens to this stuff for all the time. And when I hear the word domination, and it's normally Cyclone fans when they beat Iowa by one point, it was domination. Okay. I, that, so that's a, a little – you know, I understand there's certain words that do, – I, I saw no domination in that you game didn't. at all. No. Domination. Where, where Iowa couldn't, couldn't move the football what did they for two-plus quarters. Who won two-plus quarters? So you're going quarters, you're going time, are you going time of possession, are you going yards? Are you, Iowa guess, could not move the football for two-plus quarters. True or false? I would say that's true. They ran 88 plays and had, well, finally got over 100 yards passing late in that game. 88 plays. They averaged 3.6 yards a rush. They weren't effective offensively for more than half the game. That's domination to me. That's the team dominating. Okay, now I can't wait to watch this again. I will rewatch this, and this will give us an ammunition for the rest of the week. This will be fun. Yeah. I will rewatch this. In no way did I ever feel dominated. And we maybe have a different, different definition. Doesn't sure. make you right or me right or you wrong or me wrong. I will rewatch that. I respect your opinion. I just I don't look at any part of that game as domination in any sense. I also equal, and we'll talk about the Iowa State game. I also equal offense and defense and special teams. I wouldn't say equally. I don't think you can equal. You they're, know, they're not each a third. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. Okay, so I will rewatch that. You seem very passionate about that take. I don't agree. I just would not use the word domination. It does make good radio. I will say that, and that's fine. But I don't agree with that, and I will rewatch it because I respect your opinion. 
But I just would never use domination in any sense of that. I game. couldn't move the football. What is that? If I if a team can't move the football, well, they didn't oh, maybe either. domination isn't the right adjective. So you're saying Come two up with quarters. So you're yes. saying a quarter and a half. From, domination for a quarter and a half. From, or, I don't know, 10 minutes. I'd have to go back and, know, and write I'm down sorry. the actual notes do. of exactly what, what it is. For two plus quarters, I would didn't move the football. They showed absolutely nothing. Nate Staley played as poorly as he ever has. Let's, Maybe outside of the Wisconsin game last year. There's also the Michigan State game last year. There's a lot of games that you can come up with. And that, taking this a step further, Nate Stanley is a talented quarterback. He's big. He's got the size. People bounce off him. We've seen the positives. But when it goes bad, it goes really bad. Why is that? I know you like to play armchair psychologist. Not on Monday anymore. I'm going to just let my let myself go on is, Mondays. Is there something psychologically yeah, there happening? Yeah, there's something in his eyeballs. I see it. There's something in his eyeballs. He doesn't feel good. He gets the yips when he's rushed, which that's not saying anything bad about him. What quarterback doesn't? Who's considered the greatest quarterback now? Tom Brady. Aaron Even Rogers. he does. Everybody says if you get him actually pressured, what, yeah. is, what happens? Yeah. Not great things. Mm-hmm. It happens with every quarterback. It does. So we can sit here and say that, and I, I'm telling you, so man. So you're saying more blame to the offensive line? No. Okay. And I will rewatch this again. I can't believe I'm waiting home. I can't wait to get home and rewatch this. Because I didn't think the offensive line did a horrible job. Oh, it, were, it, it was real rough. Quick, real quick, there were some times where he was protected and he thought there was pressure. Right. Seeing ghosts. We, we talked about that a lot, C.J. Beathard's senior year. Seeing ghosts. Pressure that wasn't really But I bad. will rewatch again. You know this about me, Trent. I watched it last night. I, already, I watched it twice, but now I love it that you're watching Watch it with the different eyes. Yes. And I'll do the save this evening. You know, the funny thing is, when I went back and watched it, it wasn't nearly as bad as I remember watching it in-game. Okay. So... This is even me. Now Now imagine how, how salty I was after the game. <laughs> Yet with all that, Wolfgang, with all that being said, what did I tweet right after the game? Let's look. Shall we go to Trent Conan Twitter? Right after the game, and I still believe this, as, as frustrating as that game was. I can't wait to hear this. Let's, yes, please, please. Can't wait to hear this. Trent right, Conan. At Trent Conan. This one stings certainly for the Hawks. The good news, Wisconsin has another loss in them. And Iowa still gets Purdue in first place, Northwestern. Indianapolis isn't dead. It's not. No, and I did see that. I was so proud of you. Or was it's, I disappointed in you? I, I feel like the you're two. coming my way. I'm coming your way. You're going to be the guy everybody likes. Everybody's going to be the, I'm like the everybody negative Everybody already likes me. What are you talking about? No, you're a little negative sometimes. I don't mean that. nobody. You know what I mean. You're a little I, negative I, sometimes. I see what you're saying. All right. But you went. Nobody they, likes Condon. <laughs> nobody <laughs> likes me. All right. That is all not right. what I meant. That's what you're saying. You're. It's a little Words surprising. have meaning. You like to tell me that. That's, Words have meaning. Like, oh, God, I love when you just throw that back right in my face. It's good. At some point, though, Trent, you have to realize that's a little surprising coming from you right after the game. Yeah. But it, but it's how I felt. I don't ever remember seeing a tweet from you after a loss like that mm-hmm. that killed like the Wisconsin did. Yeah. And we should talk about that here in a little bit. The Wisconsin versus Penn State. We've kind of brushed over it. That's a great question. I don't know if you've talked about that the whole day mm-hmm. in your nine hours on the radio live, <laughs> everybody. But it's, it's one of the, it's a really good question that I hadn't thought of. And it's an interesting, interesting question. So we shall see. But I love I like your positives. You know, I like you keeping me on edge. Yes. We're not sure what we're what we're gonna hear. If I know every single after every game you're gonna be Mr. Negative. You know that. So if I see a little bit you of a got, positive You got to zig sometimes like, when people are expecting a zag. I can't wait to go to at Trent Conan. Yes. Remember that one time he was positive after a game? I'm going to see what he's <laughs> that thinking. That one time. That one time. <laughs> Get out of here. Let's go to a positive, and that's a, across the state. As Iowa State gets the victory, 
Special teams had issues in the first half. Had the block punt early, had a missed field goal early in the game, had a fair catch on a punt at the four-yard line. Oh, There there was a, a lot of frustrations there, but Iowa State, they just kept chipping away. That defense was outstanding again against a good Texas Tech offense. This Iowa State team is really good, Wolfgang. And that, in a day where they weren't sharp, that was not the best that we've seen Iowa State this year. They still win against a good Texas Tech team. Why do you think they weren't sharp? I thought the beginning of the game was absolutely ridiculous with yeah. special teams. Who's their yeah. special teams coach? <laughs> that point. was pathetic beyond belief. The block punt, boom, seven. There was there was a punt that sucked. Yeah, Dunn had another shank. We saw that a lot earlier this year. But the funny thing is, coming out, they had a big kick return. Dunn, later in the game, had two real good punts to pin Texas Tech inside the 20. They've, they've been able to overcome them. Sally had the miss, but then didn't miss an extra point at the very least. So, I mean... Yeah, it started off bad. I was, it started yeah. off bad, and they righted the ship. That's a sign of a good football team. No, it is. It's I love people to get knocked down and get up because everybody's going to get knocked down if you can't. If you're just a front runner, and whether it's NBA, it's it's basketball, football, soccer. If you're just good when you're up one nothing or fifteen nothing or whatever, that's no offense. I mean, unless you've actually experienced that, you're not going to be able to deal with that well. The thing I hate. Can Iowa State handle prosperity? Mm-hmm. We're going to find out. That's going to be fun. Iowa, can they, what was the thing I was thinking the whole Pull game? themselves off the mat. They keep making roll your eyes type stuff where I roll my eyes and giggle and laugh. I don't like that. I don't. That's a part of me I don't realize that is, is even in me. So I think, anyway. I think Iowa State can handle it. And a reason they can handle it, they get Kansas. They get Baylor the next two weeks. Yes, Kansas beat TCU. I, I understand that they got their victory, but they're going to be riding high. And you talk about letdowns, and we saw letdowns this week. Saw a big one from Purdue. You know, coming back after that big win, what happened to them against Michigan State? There are letdown spots. I think you're going to see a letdown from Kansas. Baylor, after that, you get them at home, and then it's all eyes on Texas. And Iowa State very well could be playing to get to the Big 12 championship game in that one with the Longhorns. There's a lot still in front of this team, and uh, they keep building. They keep building. I was really impressed by that win. And I think, Trent, I've been reading some of this stuff, and there's been a couple writers that I actually respect that's gotten things wrong on both sides. If Iowa State wins out, they're playing in the Big 12 championship game. Am I wrong there? You got it. I've read a couple different things with people I respect. There was a thing with Iowa, too. Yeah. That somebody had it wrong, and I'm not going to – I need to – anyway, so – you know if, I, I mean? if Iowa wins out and Wisconsin loses once, they're playing in Indianapolis. Okay. And then I think where somebody got it wrong on the Iowa side was if Iowa wins out, uh, there was there was a way that there was some sort of tiebreaker four times down the line that, that somebody got it wrong. If, anyway. it, if it'd be a three-way tie, I think, is what you're looking for. If, if it's a three-way tie with Iowa, Northwestern, and Wisconsin, there you go. I think then Iowa would be in trouble. But if Iowa wins out, Wisconsin loses one more time, boom, Iowa's there. That's still fun and exciting. It's still in front. It's both te- we will flip the calendar to, do- to November on Thursday, and both teams will have a realistic chance to play in their conference championship game. Not very often we get to say that, Wolfgang. No, you don't get to see that very often, Trent. No. That's, so we can sit here and poo-poo this. It, the life, life sucks right now. That sucks. I'm going to go watch this again, Trent, and what you just told me. I'm going to watch this again, and I'm going to be pissed all over tomorrow. So listen again, everybody, <laughs> after what we saw. And let me tell you something, Trent, about that uh, pass from our punter. To our defensive lineman, mm-hmm. that was the 
what you'll find out about me is I don't care if it succeeds. I do care if it succeeds because I was giggling when our defensive lineman caught something over his head when he was looking at the damn moon. Was that a joke? Uh, no joke. No, who calls that? that? Trent, this has not been talked about enough. That was a joke of a call. You didn't like it. We'll get into that a little he bit. He was going later. like this, like... And he made the play. Okay. He made the play. Touchdown, <laughs> Iowa. The only <laughs> touchdown. Oh, that, you were so rude. And, and in fact, uh, that offense, how many points did they score? I don't know. Zero. Ah, boo. Goose egg for the Hawkeye offense. We need a break. When we come back on the other side, more in college football. Adam Kramer joins us next Next on The Drive, 1700 The Champ. Wake up with the all-new morning show on 1700 The Champ. Taz and the Moose, every weekday morning from 5 to 8. Real sports talk for real sports fans. It's green, moron. Come on, move it, you clown. 1700 The Champ, right now, traffic. We have a couple of things going on right now. First of all, we have a stalled semi that's blocking the left lane on I-35 going northbound at Corporate Woods Drive. And then to the south of that, we have a brush fire on Highway 5 going northbound at Veterans Parkway. And that's your look at traffic. Drive safe out there, Des Moines, and have a great afternoon. This report is sponsored by Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Rocket Mortgage is simple so you can understand the details and be sure you're getting the right mortgage. Apply simply, understand fully, mortgage confidently. Visit rocketmortgage.com today. Licensed in all 50 states, equal housing lender, NMLS number 3030. Does overpaying for something make sense? We don't think it does at Charterhouse Real Estate. That is why we have completely changed the commission structure at our real estate firm from what you are used to hearing about. Gone are the days of 6 or 7% to sell your home. We charge $24.95 plus 3%. Don't worry if that sounds a bit odd. Just know that on average, our sellers save thousands in real estate commission when they sell their home with us. The best part is our sellers still get full service, including social media marketing, their home on the MLS, a dedicated agent, and much more. Head to charterhouseiowa.com and use our calculator there to see what your savings could be. We are Charterhouse Real Estate, and we are changing the way you think about selling your home. Charterhouse Real Estate is a team office under Space Simply. Everyone is a champion in their own way, but aches and pains can make you want to give up on your training or workouts. Instead of relying on pain medication to power through, stay active with help from Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy. They give you a personal touch to work towards your own wellness goals. With athletic recovery programs to outpatient orthopedic therapy, Angela Spencer PT of Champions Recovery Room will get you feeling your best. Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy, 3030 100 Street in Urbandale and online at championsrecoveryroom.com. Your washing machine died. A puddle forms on the floor, sending you running to the home improvement store, where you see the stainless steel machine of your dreams. For a minute, you're glad your old washer died, until you see the price of the new one. And now you die a little. Don't let those big box retailers leak on your dreams. Swing by Rent-A-Center or go to rentacenter.com and get the big brands you want for small payments you can afford, all without credit. Rent-A-Center. Big brands. Small payments. Rental purchase transactions. See store for details. 1700 AM KBGG is your home for high school football. Join me, Trent Condon, each Friday night for the Central Iowa Game of the Week. High school football on 1700 is presented by Absolute Auto Repair, Right Roofing, Heartland Flags, Charterhouse Real Estate, The Rookie Sports Cards, Sinorama of Urbandale, Mike's Auto Service, Rush Niggett of Brick Gentry Law PC, Complete Auto Wraps, Champions Recovery Room, and Advanced Door Systems. High school football on 1700.
Once upon a time, many years ago, the Ronald McDonald House of Central Iowa began helping families who have a sick or injured child. Today, you can help these families and enjoy a great night out at the 19th Annual Ronald McDonald House Gala on Saturday, November the 3rd. The theme this year is Once Upon a Time, so come dressed up in your fairy tale costume and enjoy great food, drinks, and a silent auction. Reserve your tickets or table at rmhdemoine.org. That's rmhdemoine.org. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa to help with your franchise law needs. Rush Niggin with Brick Gentry Law PC provides law services for those involved in starting a new franchise. Find more information online at rushonbusiness.com where Rush Niggin can assist you in buying or starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school football season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry Law PC and Rush Niggin. This year, it's our year. No, no, no. This year, it's my team. Yeah, this is the year. This season, everyone is going to know where I'm tailgating. My team, my colors, my flag. Hello, it's why I fly the flag. This is the year you fly the colors of your favorite team. And you'll find those colors at Heartland Flagpoles and Flags. The largest selection of team flags anywhere. Every team, every sport, every flag. Almost. Buy online and get free shipping. Heartlandflags.com. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we believe in honest work, a fair price, and work we stand behind, and our 10-year workmanship warranty proves it. We know roofing. With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. The Drive with Wolfgang and Trent Condon. Real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 The Champ. Making our way through a Monday here on The Drive. Trent and Wolfgang back with you talking some college football. Certainly a lot of thoughts on Iowa and Iowa State there in segment number one. Time to get the national perspective of things. Joining us right now, he is Adam Kramer from Bleacher Report. You see him on Twitter at Kegs and Eggs, and he joins us here today. What's up, AK? How are we doing, guys? Not bad. Can't complain. Uh, I think Wolfgang and myself both got some some thoughts on the Hawkeyes off our chest. Time to move on from that one. A, a disappointing loss. Your perspective, uh, an opportunity again for Iowa, but they can't find a way to get the victory. Yeah, yeah. Chalk that up, I think, two games where you feel that way this year. And two results that, man, a play. You could, you could really just, summarize it down to a single play in both of those games if they're differently we're talking about this team as a, a legitimate playoff threat and um those are you know as someone who's watched a lot of iowa football it, it feels like they've been on the right side of these moments for the the majority of of the games um but but god i mean as, a, as someone who's invested in that school that was infuriating to watch on saturday there were such highs and yet the lows were so low i mean it's hard to stanley um was all over the place of course i mean conditions were not great but certainly that was not uh the performance i think you could you can't really boil it down to one guy but certainly that hurt so many different missed places um yeah i mean that's as frustrating of a loss for iowa as i can remember honestly in recent years adam this wolfgang good to talk to you appreciate it um stanley a lot of the fans around here have gotten a little bit fed up with some of the 
the mock drafts with Stanley leaving as a true junior, being number 22. And I think that's some of the negativity with him. But his game this Saturday was just horrible. How do we yeah. like? How do we? How do we talk to fans about a college quarterback versus an NFL quarterback? It's a it's a great point, and I think like the way he's being mocked, drafted. We should say the way he's <laughs> yeah, being both mocked, ways. drafted. Yeah, um, it, like you can't allow that to enhance your perception of him. Clearly, to me, that's always seemed a bit just a bit extreme, right? Like from the jump, even though he does some things where you say, "Wow, this is." This could be one of the most draftable quarterbacks that Iowa's had in a while. Like that's that, that's undeniable. And yet, to me, clearly, having watched him, it's like he's not quite there yet. And from an NFL perspective, could he go? Sure. Um, th- if you've looked at this year's crop of quarterbacks, if you're someone who's getting at least some concern, you have to at least contemplate it. Like to me, it's more of a reality of a situation than it would be saying he's ready. Clearly, I don't think he's ready. For the NFL, I think he's a really good player. I think he's got some NFL traits, um, and yet you look around. What, what quarterbacks definitively do you like more? Right? Like, obviously, you got the kid from Oregon, Justin Herbert, who looks really, really good. Um, but I can see why he's being mocked in the position that he is because of there's just not. It's just not a great year for the position. So that'll be fascinating to see um, if you're thinking about whether he's going to go or not. I would assume that Saturday probably helps swing that back to returning. I think it would benefit him a lot. But in these situations, look, if he's got an opportunity to convince an NFL franchise to give him multiple millions of dollars to go get paid, God God bless it. I hope I hope that's the case. But I would imagine he would benefit a ton excuse me, from just a year back. Well, going into the game after what happened earlier, Iowa was in control of their own destiny to get to Indianapolis. Alas, they let that one slide with the loss. And now it's the Northwestern Wildcats that hold that distinction to make the team from the West. Take us in, because I've watched this team. I don't think this team's any good, yet here they are. How does Northwestern Fitz keep doing this? It, it, is, it is magic, and they're only, what, an eight, seven, eight-point dog to Notre Dame. Um, would it shock you if they did it again? I mean, it's, it's such... It's just bizarre. You, you lose to Akron, and then you, 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 know, you almost beat Michigan, who we really like now, um, and, and just the results. You think about the Nebraska game, which was just bizarre. Mm-hmm. It's hard to really quantify this season and, and how good they are. But at home, clearly they've got a, a good advantage. Clayton Thorson has not been particularly great. They're, they're not that good, but they win. It's like a weird, as you're like trying to have like just an honest viewpoint <laughs> of this team, I, I, I'm very curious to see what they do against Notre Dame. Uh, the eight-point spread, I think, is a really good sign for Northwestern, honestly. That's, that's not a huge number. Notre Dame, of course, has been really good, uh, unbeaten. That's a, that's a game that I would imagine people would think that Notre Dame should, should win pretty convincingly. It would not shock me to see them do that. And then, of course, probably go to Iowa and be a touchdown underdog. I mean, that's kind of the way their season is going. Yeah, Adam, um, Michigan, what was your opinion of Harbaugh as a coach before the season? Both Trent and I believed he was a good coach. We were not just falling into he's a horrible coach and fire him or anything like that, he, that he's even on the warm seat. I'm speaking for you, Trent. I know you love mm, that. Love it. <laughs> but I, I, let me just speak for myself. I didn't think he was a bad coach. I thought he was going to get it done eventually if you give him, give him time. What did you think before the Michigan season about Harbaugh and what you're seeing now? I, I'm with you guys. I thought it was actually ridiculous. Like, if you actually look at the seasons he's had, the games they've had, and you talk to people within that program – 
how much better they're being constructed. It's like, it's not even, you know, last year you lost so many snaps. It was like a perfect season to be average or certainly average based off of what is expected of them. And even after game one this year, when people started, you know, losing their minds and every time he, you know, something happens with Michigan, it's an easy point to lose their mind. It was a a new quarterback and some new systems and things to settle it out. So I, I think he's a fabulous coach. He, Brings some of this on himself, obviously, with just the things that he says and does. Although he's clearly toned that down a lot, whether that's a, a conscious decision or whatever. He's really made it a point to kind of make it about football, putting the Michigan-Michigan State rivalry stuff aside. So I, honestly, at this point, who's a greater threat to Alabama? you got Clemson, um, LSU, maybe. They're, what, two-touchdown underdog at home? Uh, and then, then I think you have Michigan, and that could change, and look, we're going to define his season most likely based off of what happens against Penn State and Ohio State, and if they lose one of those, we'll scream disappointment. But as a whole, I, I, honestly, I think he's doing a phenomenal job. I just think at times it's hard for people to see through the Harbaugh-isms to actually say that. You know, this has been such a weird year. you got the top-level teams that feel like maybe they are separating themselves. i just looking at the AP poll when it came out yesterday, though. 16 through through 23, Utah Houston, Utah State, <laughs> Iowa, Fresno, Mississippi State, Syracuse, Virginia. Not exactly a who's who of college football. Weird year, AK. Is that leading to maybe the separation, the delineation between the top six to eight teams and everybody else? Nobody feels good. I mean, let's just see yeah. how it is. Yes. I have to put together a top 25 every week, and I hate doing it. I do. I watch, <laughs> I watch college football the entire Saturday. And I'll go to games, and I'll see teams in person. Um, Kentucky should have lost yes. to Missouri. Kentucky has been one of the best stories of the college football season. Should have lost an ugly game to Missouri, as it would not for a, a historically awful pass interference call and a punt return. So, so I mean, again, it's, it's, it's just been that kind of a season. Um, it, it, it does make it, I mean, there is parity. And yet, when you look at the top of the rankings, that, that's the concern I have is, you know, how interesting is it going to be? Uh, we have a great game this week with Alabama-LSU. I mean, this is a game that I always personally love, especially when it's played in Baton Rouge, because it just gets so fantastically weird down there. And yet the spread of 14.5 points, I cannot get over that number. It doesn't mean the game won't be close. Uh, it doesn't mean LSU can't cover. Um, but, but again, that sort of really summarizes what we kind of have here. And maybe this ultimately, if, if Tua uh, Valoa did not exist, you'd have a, a mess on your hands because Alabama's defense is not necessarily as good as it's been. And Clemson maybe finding itself right now, it looks like. But that, that guy alone, I think, is kind of just changing everything else. And then the middle of the pack, as you mentioned, Washington State is the best playoff hopes for, for the Pac-12. Kentucky could win. It's division with a win over Georgia. So I, I think ultimately lots of parity, maybe lots of programs putting themselves in positions that we're not accustomed to seeing. And while you think that would be a good thing, you guys know, go back to Iowa a couple of years ago, making it weird, mm-hmm. nearly getting into the college football playoff. You think a story like that would, in, in college basketball, you'd embrace that, right? You'd say, wow, this is cool, it's different. College football, it, it's not so much. Like You yeah. like your familiar faces, you like your programs, and if it's not that case, people just – disinterested. It feels like that's kind of where we are. Remember Loyola, Chicago, and basketball in the Final Four? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was amazing. It was incredible. It was. Um, I appreciate bringing up the LSU-Bama game. So we're crowning, it seemed like you think, and 
they do look really good. Bama looks really good at them, and I totally agree with that. But we had this a number of years ago when USC, and they were the, doing the top 50 ta- teams on either Fox or ESPN, and everybody said ESP, or, uh, USC was going to beat Texas. And what does Vince Young do? So, I mean, it's not over till it's over, but Alabama does look good. LSU, I'm kind of rooting for. I kind of like them that nobody believed in them at the beginning of the year. Did you Did you believe in LSU at the beginning of the year? No. No, Most I did not. Didn't. Yeah. I, no, and I thought they could win. They had a brutal schedule. I mean, what they've done with just a brutal schedule, when you look at you know who they've played and the result, I think is just a testament to Ed Orgeron, who we wanted to fire uh, and have still wanted to fire. I mean, yeah. it's unbelievable what he's been able to do. Um, so I'm, I'm excited for this one. I think it's um, – you know, I, I was at Alabama a few weeks ago for the Missouri game. And, and there's space in, in, in this defense. Like, you could make plays against Alabama defense, maybe more so than any year in the last five or six years. This is going to be one of the worst defenses that Saban has had. By Alabama standards, it's, it's not great. By anybody else's standards, they, they kill to have this defense. So that's kind of where we are. It's just offensively they are – they are just so different than anything we've ever seen. Now, to your point, college football is so weird. For us to say that this is one of the best teams ever, that they can't lose, I think is, of course, we're not going to say that. Look, Jalen, look at the quarterback position. Um, Tua has been hurt. He's been battling a knee sprain. You have Jalen getting a, you know ankle surgery. I mean, things happen to, for us to say that Alabama can't lose and they won't lose. Not the case. But they look they look, they are fun, and they look really, really tough with all the weapons they have. So, yeah, I'm really excited for LSU. I don't think it's a great matchup for the Tigers, only because if you have a quarterback that could spread Alabama out, you have people that can make plays, maybe you can make them uncomfortable. I'm not sure Joe Burrow is that guy. Home field's going to be huge. The defense is going to push Tua in ways he has not been pushed. I just think offensively Alabama can overwhelm you, and they have not been able to do that. So we'll see how LSU bites back. Going to be good, no doubt. Out of time for today. AK, as always, thank you for joining us here today. Thanks, guys. Take Thanks, care. Adam. Bye-bye. Adam Kramer joining us. Kegs and Eggs, where you can find him on Twitter. He's One good. of my favorites. And, uh, yeah, I talked to Adam for a long time throughout the years. We had uh, some mutual friends at the University of Iowa. We were there at the same time. And uh, real good guy, fun oh, guy. So he's got an Iowa connection? Is that what yes. I was hearing? Yeah, saying? He, I didn't know that. He went to Iowa, I think, his first year or two, and oh. then uh, transferred to Illinois State. Chicago kid. Had to go back home to the home state. You know how that goes I understand, I understand. from time to time. But a uh, really fun read. Does great long feature columns on college football and a whole lot more. And he likes uh, gambling like I do. So <laughs> that, that, You guys are in love. Yes, yeah. kindred spirits, no <laughs> doubt. Coming up next, we're talking more college sports. This time, the basketball realm. FBI case, at least round one, in the books. The assistant coaches, they're going to be next on deck. I want to say that's, uh, it's going to be a 2019 I think late, um, late spring, something like that, those cases will be out there. But we'll get the definitive thoughts of Matt Norlander from CBS Sports. He was there in Manhattan covering the trial. And then, yes, we will talk actual basketball. We'll do that, too. You got your Street and Smiths there in front of you. Wait. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't read it. I told you I was going to get this week. And I, if I read it too early, I won't remember anything we talk about. Okay. We're, we're in the like we're in the mud and the dirt and the you know the grind yeah, of this yeah, football yeah. season so it's hard you know what i mean yes but just it, just looking at this is re-triggering my mind and that's why i asked him about the final four with loyal <laughs> i mean seriously yes you almost forget that even happened it seems like a decade ago trent it's like anyway it was such a good story it was a fun story you probably hated sister christian no 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 sister Jean, we're tight one. i was all about sister Jean. i was ahead of the curve on sister Jean. <laughs> we're tight we're tight that way <laughs> 
Matt Norlander talking college basketball next year with us. It's The Drive on 1700. Every Chiefs football game right here. Terminate this football game. The Chiefs radio network lives on 1700. Oh, let's go champ! The champ. 1700, the champ, with Central Iowa's most accurate forecast from Local 5. Our forecast for tonight, increasing clouds, mild and dry, a temperature near 49 for the low. Mostly cloudy Tuesday, there could be some rain to the south. We should stay dry for trick-or-treaters in the metro at a high of 59. I'm Local 5 Chief Meteorologist Brad Edwards. This report is sponsored by Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Rocket Mortgage is simple so you can understand the details and be sure you're getting the right mortgage. Apply simply, understand fully, mortgage confidently. Visit rocketmortgage.com today. Licensed in all 50 states, equal housing lender, NMLS number 3030. Vehicle advertising print wraps can be seen tens of thousands of times a day. If you want to increase your advertising footprint with the full or partial final print wrap on your business vehicle, go to completeautowraps.com. Complete Auto Wraps also specializes in full color change color apps. Change the color of your vehicle or add a customized look with a print wrap to your vehicle, motorcycle, or boat. Don't pay big dealership or national sign chain prices when you can get yours installed by a professional trained and certified installer. Contact Corby for more information or a free estimate at completeautowraps.com. Ready for Halloween? Time for a Target run. Find scary good prices on everything you need for fright done right, like treats that last until the last trick-or-treater. Save big on large bags of Halloween candy on sale for $14.99 or fun-sized candy at fun-sized prices like three for $8 so you can build your own trick-or-treat bowls. And for a head-to-woe disguise, check out the Halloween shop for spine-tingling deals on costumes and more. Get in, out, and on your way to freaky fun. Target run and done. Pricing may vary. Restrictions may apply. Did you know that a well-insulated garage door can keep your garage warmer in the winter? At Advanced Door Systems of Ankeny, we can help you find the garage door that not only has a high R value, but looks great also. Visit our website, ads-doors.com. That's ads-doors.com to learn more about garage door options and styles available from Rainer and CHI. Then contact us for a free quote. Advanced Door Systems, the right door, the right way. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Everyone is a champion in their own way, but aches and pains can make you want to give up on your training or workouts. Instead of relying on pain medication to power through, stay active with help from Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy. They give you a personal touch to work towards your own wellness goals. With athletic recovery programs to outpatient orthopedic therapy, Angela Spencer PT of Champions Recovery Room will get you feeling your best. Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy, 3030 100th Street in Urbandale and online at championsrecoveryroom.com. 
Wildwood Hills Ranch is a local nonprofit just 25 minutes south of West Des Moines, serving over 1,000 youth at risk and veterans and their families annually. We would like to invite you to our upcoming events this fall. We have a barn dance in the Quad Cities November 3rd and an Iowa Machine Shed Thanksgiving on Thursday, November 22nd. We hope to see you at one of our upcoming events. For more information, go to wildwoodhillsranch.org. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. Build your business. At Sinorama of Urbandale, we offer customized solutions for signs, branding, marketing, and advertising. We have a full range of custom sign and graphic services to meet your needs, build your brand, and create your image. Look around and you'll see how Andy Woodley and his staff help businesses enhance visibility and get noticed. Let us work with you to understand your unique marketing goals and help you reach them. Sinorama of Urbandale, the way to grow your business. 3368 100th Street in Urbandale and online at sinorama.com slash ia dash The Drive with Wolfgang and Trent Condon. Real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 Fit Champ. Final segment, hour number one. Trent and Wolfgang back with you on The Drive. Glad to have you aboard with us. We started with tons of football talk, but Wolfgang, before you know it, there's going to be basketball here, real basketball. We got these secret scrimmages going on all over the country. Super secret, that sir. That aren't really secret at all. Though some places are more secret than others. We've seen box scores from Sun, not box scores from other. Interesting. Certainly, Matt Norlander here to talk some college basketball with us. CBSSports.com. Matt, how are you doing today? I'm good, and I'm going to use this opportunity to just uh, talk about uh, the bump music you just provided. Yeah, yeah. I think it's. I think it's. First of all, that that takes me back to my sophomore year of high school, like a few other songs can. Two, I don't think it's given enough credit to Jacob Dylan, the son of Bob Dylan, that he wrote an album, Bringing Down the Horse, that came out in 96, that was as good as it was. Like, imagine, it's basically like, Dylan's not Jordan, but he's close. I would say it's, it's about being Magic Johnson's son, (laughs) Getting <laughs> to the NBA uh-huh. and having like a three-year run where you're one of the five best players in the NBA, like it's it's extremely impressive 
what Jacob Dylan was able to do. That album, Bringing Down the Horse, by the way, still very, very, very much holds up. One Headlight's awesome. The difference is my jam. There you go. I love it. I absolutely love it. My new partner here, Wolfgang, he's a big music fan. He thinks he can play guitar. So I got to step away if you guys want to talk music for a while. Sir, I just like good music. You know what I mean? I can go all over the place. The one thing I'm starting to get into, which I've always hated, is country. I'm even starting to like good country. I can't even believe it. I just like good music. How about you? Well, of course, everyone likes to say they like good music, and it's all about taste. I'll never denigrate whatever, whatever gets you going music-wise. I'll, I'll never, uh, I'll never knock people down for it. But if you, uh, if you're just starting to get into the country stuff, I presume you've gotten into uh, Chris Stapleton, Jason Isbell. Yes. yes. Um, okay, so you're you're into uh, you're into uh, those fellas. That's that's some good stuff there. That's about as far as I can really navigate Sergio Simpson here and there, you know, Sailor's Guide to Earth quality record. That's about as far as I can get into it, though. God, no, I appreciate that. No, I'm, I I think Trent's rolling his eyes over well, on the crunchy, <laughs> country stuff, but I, I, I freed my mind. I opened my mind to stuff, and I play the guitar, so I want to I want to learn that stuff, so I appreciate that you're at least give that a shot. Well, we'll have a full conversation. We'll take an hour this summer. <laughs> we we can have this conversation, all right? July. But, but for here and now, we, we do want to talk college basketball. And, and Matt, I want to start. You did a great job reporting from Manhattan. You really did. You helped a moron like me actually kind of understand what was going on. What, what should the general college basketball fan, Iowa, Iowa State were not involved. You and I, Drake, were not involved here. So what, what should fans of the sport, though, what should we know here in the middle of in the flyover state of Iowa? Yeah, good point in that none of the schools you mentioned were involved. I'll be honest, as I was writing and reporting about this, and even schools that were tangentially attached to this case because they might have recruited a player who was caught up in this for one reason or another. Um, there's a, there's like more than two dozen schools that have been you know affiliated with this general story over the past year, and uh, lo and behold, Iowa was in the in the free and clear from what we can tell, I guess. Um, if you're wondering about takeaways from all this and you saw the guilty verdicts and you're like, I don't know who those people are, they aren't coaches, what does this all mean? I'll try and boil it down as simply as I can with this. Um, if you, uh, The guilty verdicts, I think, were not good for the NCAA in college basketball and that I think it will empower the NCAA to be very aggressive in the way that it tries to adjudicate some of these cases on its own. But having acknowledged that, Fancy to realize this. The government has asked the NCAA not to do anything with all of this until all of the trials are resolved. So if you're thinking that some more news is coming soon, it's just not. There's a second trial scheduled for April. That's got to do with Chuck Person, Bruce Pearl's former assistant on Auburn, and then the three other assistants who are charged in this don't go to trial until the end of uh, April after the final four ends. And I would think that that trial will wrap maybe end of May, perhaps early June. We'll see if those people involved in those trials don't plea out. The fact that we got guilty verdicts might implore them to say, okay, the feeling was that these Adidas guys were not going to get pinched for this and we were going to get not guilty verdicts. That didn't happen. Do I actually want to chance this or do I want to take some sort of deal, which might mean that I go to jail, but it could mean I go to jail guaranteed for maybe 20% of the length that I would get otherwise if I'm found guilty. Keep that in mind. And from an NCAA standpoint, um, potentially next summer is when these things will get going. But it's a very messy situation because no two scenarios are alike. How are they going to punish things? What evidence that gets brought up in court will they use? Will the NCAA go to the FBI and say, uh, all of the information you have, the stuff that was entered into evidence in these court documents, can you now officially hand it over to us? We don't know if the NCAA will do that. 
We don't know if the FBI would be willing to do that, but it's not able to under its own guidelines or, or anything else. There's obviously corroborated evidence and testimony that's been made public that they will use. So there's still a lot of miles to go on that story. It was intriguing to cover the trial. Uh, I don't personally believe that those men should be going to federal prison for what they did, even if a jury determined that they uh, broke federal law in doing what they did. I, it's my opinion that the jury was not fully understanding of the way that college athletics works, and that is because of the way that the judge in the case did not allow the defense to open up broader parameters of understanding in regard to shoe companies, Nike and Under Armour specifically, and how the defense was not able to use uh, those companies against what Adidas was on trial for. So it was uh, it was interesting to cover. There's a lot more to go with it. And, you know, I, it's been interesting. I'll wrap up with this. It's been interesting because a lot of fans have seen, shown a lot of interest in this. I kind of wondered if we'd have people get sick of this stuff because it's not really, like, super entertaining, even though there's information there. But that wasn't the case. And at the same time, I know a lot of people are very eager to just get ready and get going with basketball. I'm with that group. Um, I was happy to cover it, but I have never been more ready for a season to start than this one. And we can get on to, to basketball absolutely right after this, but I do have to ask this. This is a little bit of a surprise, is it not, Matt, that this is a lot of these guys are going to end up in jail for a little bit of time. That's a little bit of a surprise, right? It's a little bit of a surprise in this regard. When the story broke in September of 2017, Everyone that read the, the, the evidence and what the government was alleging and charging and trying to bring uh, to justice, people said, you're telling me the universities are the victims here when the coaching staff of the schools very well know that players that are a five-star caliber sometimes get shuffled to school through nefarious means. There's no real victims because the students and their families get paid. The schools get the players. They have a chance of being better at making the tournament. The shoe companies are happy. The coaches are happy. Everyone's happy. There's no real victims here. And because of that, which is very logical thinking, because of that, people thought that it would be hard to convince a jury uh, of that. But you really had to sit in the courtroom, as I did, to get a full understanding of how efficiently the prosecution was able to present its case with its witnesses and then how the defense struggled going against the prosecution. And frankly, the judge in the case, who is highly respected, has obviously never seen a case like this. Um, I, the, the, the easiest way I can put it, and I said this on our podcast, is this. Like, if you sat in the courtroom and you were a jury member, and if you, even if you did or did not know anything about college athletics, every single day you would leave thinking the, the prosecution was winning. Like, it was undeniable. And so that's why... When everything wrapped up and people still thought that there was going to be not guilty, I absolutely was open to that outcome. But there was just something about me that thought, how can the jury not be swayed by how good the team of prosecutors was and the defense not calling any witnesses or doing anything of that sort? It kind of left it feeling a little bit limp. So it is a surprise from the outside in, but if, if you could have been watching it on video, you probably, many people probably would have come away saying, this, this feels like going in as the jury deliberates that they're going to get more likely to get guilties than not guilties. All right, Matt, just a couple minutes left here. Let's do a couple quick hitters on Iowa and Iowa State. Your perspective nationally, looking at there, where they fit in the pecking order in the Big 12, Big 10 respectively, and as it pertains to the NCAA tournament. Well, I'm in the midst of – so I did my 1-350 to ranking, and Iowa State is ranked ahead of Iowa, so um, I know that – these are Cyclones fans mm-hmm. uh, because that was not the case a season ago. But I do, uh, you know, if we're, I know they're in separate conferences, but I do expect 
Iowa State to be better than Iowa this season within their respective leagues, well, then that's where it gets intriguing because the Big 12 is going to probably be the best conference in the country this season if it's not the ACC. And Iowa State will not be as good as Kansas. It won't be as good as West Virginia. It won't be as good as Kansas State. And I don't think it'll be as good as TCU. And then from there, they're battling with Texas, maybe Texas Tech, and I don't think it'll be Baylor. So Iowa State's going to have a good shot at making the NCAA tournament, but it's not going to be a top four. It could be a top five team in this league, but I don't think it'll be in the top four. Good good situation overall. Um, everyone's familiar, obviously, with Wigginton and, and Cam Lard, but Nick Weiler-Babb is, is really the stat stuffer on that roster, and they've got enough pieces there. You know, if you're making me say yes or no, I would say that Iowa State will be in the NCAA tournament this season. Uh, maybe they sneak in and get into the first four. Iowa, I don't think will get there. I fought for Tyler Cook to be on our list, our annual list of the top 101 players in college basketball. Uh, he might have very well been the 102nd player. Like he just <laughs> barely, barely, barely missed. He was one or two, 102 or 103. Um, I happen to think he's he's a quality player, a top 10 player in the league, unquestionably. But Iowa's not as good as Michigan State. It's not as good as Michigan. It's not as good as Indiana. It's not as good as Purdue or Wisconsin or Nebraska or Maryland. And from there, maybe they, it factors in. Um, it should be better than Penn State and Rutgers and Illinois and I think Northwestern. Uh, but overall, I, I don't see the Big Ten being a league that's going to provide eight teams into the NCAA tournament. And I think Iowa would have to be about number eight in the league to get in this season. So it'll be better than last year. I was talking recently with Chris Hassel, who works at CBS Sports and obviously yeah. is, is, uh, knows his Iowa Hawkeyes. And um, he said, you know, last year there was, a, there was an expectation that this team would, would build off the year before. I happen to think, you may or may not remember, take no joy in this, but I just thought it was going to be a big step back here for Iowa last year. I, just didn't, I didn't know if they'd be 14 and 19. But I didn't think they'd be in contention for the tournament. I think this upcoming season, Iowa's going to be closer to what Iowa fans thought they were going to be last season. Obviously, Fran McCaffrey has a uh, quite generous contract sitting in front of him. So I don't think that he necessarily has any sort of hot seat concerns overall. But, um, but they'll, be, they'll be intriguing. I just don't think they'll be the best team in the state. Good stuff. Hey, Matt, out of time for today. We'll try to get you on in the next week or two. We'll stretch it out a little bit more when we have some more time. Appreciate you giving it to us today. Thanks, fellas. Have a great night. Thanks, Matt. Matt Matt Norlander joining us. CBSSports.com as we get the break. Hour one in the books. It's The Drive on 1700 The Champ. Wake up with the all-new morning show on 1700 The Champ. Taz and the Moose. Every weekday morning from 5 to 8. Real sports talk for real sports fans. It's green, moron. Come on, move it, you clown. 1700 The Champ. Right now, traffic. Right now, we have an accident on Southeast 14th going eastbound at Pleasant View Drive. And then we also have a report of a brush fire on Highway 5 going northbound at Veterans Parkway. And that's your look at traffic. Drive safe out there, Des Moines, and have a great afternoon. This report is sponsored by Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Rocket Mortgage is simple so you can understand the details and be sure you're getting the right mortgage. Apply simply, understand fully, mortgage confidently. Visit rocketmortgage.com today. Licensed in all 50 states, equal housing lender, NMLS number 3030. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations 
we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian roofer roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. Pack is back, and the countdown is on to catch the Iowa Wolves for opening weekend at Wells Fargo Arena. Friday, November 2nd, happy hour and magnet schedule giveaway. Saturday, November 3rd, $2 beer and a t-shirt giveaway to the first 1,000 fans. Iowa Wolves, one pack, all in. Visit iawolves.com for tickets and season promotions. With somebody, yeah, we dance with somebody, with somebody who loves me. Alexa, play Whitney Houston. Okay. With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today. This year at Daylight Saving Time, don't fall back into the same old battery changing routine. Smoke alarms only last 10 years, so you might need to change your smoke alarm, not just the batteries. Kidda's worry-free smoke alarms have a sealed-in battery that lasts 10 years, which means no more late-night low battery chirps and no more changing batteries ever, whether you spring forward or fall back. Remember, when it comes to smoke alarms, toss at 10, then start again with Kidda Worry-Free Alarms, available at The Home Depot. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa to help with your franchise law needs. Rush Niggin with Brick Gentry Law PC provides law services for those involved in starting a new franchise. Find more information online at rushonbusiness.com where Rush Niggin can assist you in buying or starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school football season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry Law PC and Rush Niggin. Every Chiefs football game right here. Terminate this football game. The Chiefs radio network lives on 1700. 1700, the champ.